It's the Yucky and Yes podcast with Marissa and Tamika. Look, I'd rather be a gambler than a weekhead. I walked in, sat down, had to leave, and violently vomited. I'm not going down that hole. I'm not. Don't even try me. Not today, Satan. Not today. I value my friendship. You're the cream. And the coffee is life. Life. You bring cream to my life. I'm not sure. Once a week for an hour. Hey, homie. Hey. Uh, I said it offline, but I'm going to say it again. I really love your hair. Okay. Humidity has gotten to it. I tried to comb it, but just, well, you see the, you see my deodorant pits. Keep my arms down. <laughs> At least I'm I get wearing. that too. At least you're wearing some, exactly. It is, and we're not even in, when is it the hottest months? July or August? July, right? I think August. And then it takes a deep dive. Uh, either way, I feel like New York has like, I, I, I'm not leaving by no means, but at the same time, I feel like we have like weak windows of perfect weather. Otherwise it's very, very cold, very, very hot, very, very rainy, very, very sticky, very, very humid. It's like very, very everything. Right. Oh, so I want to, I want to talk this week. So the title of the show is you don't get to tell me it's on my time. And this came about because there's a lot of things that happened in the news this week. Um, Britney Spears and her conservatorship. Um, but I, I, that's not where I want to go. I've been catching up on my Real Housewives, Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Girl, I'm in love. You I can't believe watching? I have been watching. I'm only on episode four, I think it is. There's not, I don't think there's that many. There might be like six. Yeah, but still, I, I'm, I'm only on episode four. So I'm, I'm definitely way behind. But I have to say this. Love this season. I think I like this season more so than the very first season that started the whole franchise. Right. Um, and reality TV as we know it today. Well, so relate to the game with the Housewives franchises. I thought uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was the thing that kicked started this whole no, it was reality the, show. It was the OC. Oh, that's that. I think the OC was the first OC. one. OC, you're right. You're and that was with um. Uh, doesn't matter. I, I didn't. Watch, I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch it. I know is Vicky Gumbelson. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. The uh, the uh, insurance guru. I don't know anything about what she does or how she made her money. I just know that I she remember franchise key queen from that one. Yes. Do you remember when her and her friend they were both on wendy when wendy had the six week sneak peek before she had her a syndicated show where it was um they were talking about oh atlanta makes so much money and they're like maybe for them but it's just, just a site fee like they were talking about like that ain't no money yeah, i don't remember that because i don't i don't think it was her because she was on wendy last year and wendy was like this is her first appearance on the show oh so who was on the six week sneak peek i, I thought no, that was vicky I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway. Either way. So Crystal, um, they're they're at the episode where they're at Lake Tahoe, I think it is. Right. And one of the housewives walks into another room, but I don't see her knocking in the episode. So she knocks and whoops. Opens the door like. 
like creaks like a, in like a parent does i don't do that i actually open the door real well, fast you're still young yeah but yeah yeah there's gonna be a moment where like no i'm knocking i know that i know that you don't want um, to, you got two boys and a girl like you're not trying once no. they're 15 and 16 like you're not Let's not talk about that. I digress. Service and knock. I mean, <laughs> exactly. But so, so she creaks open the door and she's like, I'm bringing you your coat. And then Crystal is MIA the next day. She confides in, I think it was Dorit. Oh, it was she confided in Dorit? Yeah. Because oh, I thought it was Kyle. I think it was both of them. You know, I've seen more episodes than you. So, it's like the flashback. I'm trying to, anyway, she defies she well, in one of the housewives. It doesn't matter which one. That she was in the shower in the bathroom naked. And when she opened the door like that, she like covered her body and went, fell to the floor. And it was a very traumatic thing for her. So she's telling them and it cuts to when it's like, they do like these um interviews, these solo interviews. Kyle goes, well, why didn't she address it the next day? How, why didn't she say something? Like she disappeared. And it got me thinking and then the end of the episode and I haven't seen what happens after. So I don't know you right. know more than me if they confronted each other, but it made me think. Um, you don't get to tell somebody how they should react and how they they talk about it or not talk about it. You don't get to say that. Right. And I and and I think one of the things that I think people forget is um, consent and support are not mutually exclusive also they are mutually exclusive it's all the same thing so support meaning um acknowledgement of what that person what happened with that person they don't need you to fix it sometimes they just need you to listen because right. they have to talk it out sometimes sometimes people need to talk it out and it's not for you to take that information and run somewhere else with it it's not what you do um but you also don't get to make a judgment call as, as far as when you were supposed to say it. I also don't think you're allowed to play Monday morning quarterback to say, I would have addressed it right away. I don't think you really know exactly how you would react. And I don't think you really know how you would feel based on a person. Because it could have been someone else and she could have been very comfortable. Right. She wasn't. She was She was really taken back. Um. So... You saw that episode. Did you get the same thing out of it that I did? Um, I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, it's hard to judge off of the show because obviously the clips and how they edit things. Um, but one thing that I can say is that sometimes when things happen to us in life, you need a minute to process it. Like in the moment, it's easy to be like, I've heard, I, you ever see like people that get beat up and they're like, or like even domestic violence, I wouldn't have stayed. It's like, it's easy for you to say that from the sidelines. Yeah. And, and that's that's the whole thing, like you were saying with Monday morning quarterback. It's like, it's easy to say I would have scored a touchdown when it's Monday, the game's over and you didn't play. And you, know? you had a different perspective. Like, oh, I should have ran left. Right. He ran right. Uh you have the benefit of seeing the whole thing play out. And so it's, it's easy to do that. Um, I think, the, on the other top, on the other hand, um, for me personally, do I think she overreacted a bit? Like I, it's like weird because they don't really, it's not like, like 
um, Kyle walking in on Lisa Rinna, where they're, they're friends and they know each other. Like, they just met, like, this season. Yeah. So they don't know each other like that. And so, you know, for Crystal to be like, I need, you know, she has the right to process it in her own time. And if that time took the next day, for Kyle to, like, she stays judging people. For her to sit in judgment is just, like, really whack, especially in this time that we're living. And their whole thing is, like, you know, you shouldn't, there's, there's women that are really being assaulted and you shouldn't use that. Assault and rape and all this other thing, not to say that that was that, that. it comes in all forms. You know what I mean? It's not just one thing. And so if Crystal feels like she was violated as she says she was, then she has the right to, to feel that way. A, a thousand percent agree. And that that's the thing, I, I feel like that's, maybe that's why I walked away from it feeling so, because people have violated my space in so many ways where when I say something, they're like, yeah, but you shouldn't feel that way. It's not for you to say that. So I'm, I'm a very short person. And sometimes people like, I also happen to be a big hugger. Um, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was COVID, but it's a whole new day. Don't be fucking hugging me. I'm so sick of hugs now. And I'm a hugger and I'm a toucher. You stay Don't trying to hug me still. I know, but girl, I can't quit you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it is, but it's like, just don't like people have a tendency to like pull me in. And it's, it's almost like, I feel like it's a physical violation where it's like, please give me space. Or sometimes that this used to happen to me a lot, not so much lately as of late, but like they would pick me up and it's such it's such an uneasy and very scary feeling when when people physically assert themselves on you, you being such a little person. It's very, very uncomfortable and I don't like it. And when I would say that, they're like, oh, but you're just so cute. Not a kitten, not a puppy, not a rabbit. Grown ass woman, please back the fuck up. I, and I don't think we either, and I think this this all tied into um, I, I brought up Britney Spears before and and there was there was a blur from her statement that she made in court about her um, conservatorship where she has she cla- she claimed I haven't read the conservator agreement uh, where she claimed that she has to have an IUD put in she can't get married she can't have another child that body autonomy that you don't get to have that's, that's a very violating feeling. Right. Um, and when you look at the picture as a whole, you know, for the time in her life, who wouldn't, who wouldn't go crazy? I know we spoke about this before. How do you not go crazy at that point? Right. Um, but for her not to have her own body autonomy. And one of the things that made me feel like, okay, so consent and, and support come in so many different ways. So there was a ma- wealth management company that that was put in place um, to handle her financial wealth, they put out a statement to say they are filing paperwork to withdraw from uh, being part of the financial part of the conservatorship because they didn't know that she did not consent to any of this. So uh, just showing that piece of support, hopefully Britney Spears gets to live a I'm, I'm suspect on that, though, because the financial aspect of it, that's where her father is 
he's part well, of that. Yes. So part of that, part of that in the last court proceedings, it was a wealth management company was going to take over that portion of the conservatorship. He's still medical and day-to-day. -day, um, oh, the father had to do with that. The father is all financial. No, I, I, no, I believe the father is not in that anymore. I believe that he's all medical decisions and uh, like- They have, they have a, a, there's a, there's a woman, I can't remember her name. She's in charge of all medical. I mean, I, I don't know, we can go back and forth on it. I, that, yeah. that's the last thing that I read was that, cause he said he's not part of her conservator team. Like he's not a conservator. And then with the judge's ruling, they said that he, he can stay, he has to stay on. Like they didn't, they, the judge ruled against removing him, but the financial aspect, he's still in charge of the, her finances and they have a, a medical doctor who's in charge of her well-being. Female, I can't remember the name. And so that's why I say it's suspect when they're like, they're filing paperwork to remove themselves. I'm like, yeah, okay. The father is not gonna, you know how hard it is to remove yourself from like money? I mean, she's not, she's not earning in terms of you know, shows and things like that, but I'm pretty sure she still makes a pretty penny from, from royalties and yeah. also she had investments and, you know. Right. So. Do you think, uh, do you think that she'll ever have, like, that conservatorship will be lifted ever? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I mean, I guess the fact that she didn't know that she could file to have it removed is weird. But from what I've, what I've heard from other lawyers speak on TV and stuff is that it's a hard process to have them removed. But on the other hand, it's usually held for elderly and mentally challenged people, not for like full able-bodied women. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. The whole thing is weird too, because like she's on vacation in Hawaii and I'm like thinking, I was like, I thought she couldn't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, Yeah, it's too much for me where I'm just like. The whole thing just doesn't make sense, period. And just how does she have a conservatorship? I don't know. The whole thing doesn't make sense to me. I'm, I'm, um, I'm interested on like, uh, there's nothing to do today. There <laughs> <Like, laughs> ain't shit else to do. I'm stuck in the house. It was a pandemic, but now, you know, the doors are open. I don't give a shit. Like, being lifted I'm not a, I'm not that invested like I'm sick of like like I'm sick of like the media forcing these you know like child a narrative star, or these these women these child star you know oh what was me like there's people that are really suffering right now and Britney Spears is not on my list of people that I care to give two shits about well I'm glad you said these child stars. This woman is not, I don't know if she was a child star, but she was a star during my childhood. The Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby is being released from prison. He, is, Felicia Rash he has been. Oh, released. He, he has been released. And Felicia, Felicia Rashad made a, was it on Twitter or Instagram? I think it was Twitter. Um, and she said, a right is being wronged. Um but then turned off her comments. Um, I don't know. I did bring it up. So here's, here's the problem. Here's where like I'm conflicted. She got the right to support whoever she wants. Um, but it's very jarring. He's clearly, 
it's just way too many people came out to speak against him. He admitted to it as well. So what right is being wronged? What wrong was being right, I meant to say? Only thing I can take it, but I don't, and I can take it literally, although I don't know that she meant it literally. I don't know if she meant it like the, the justice system. He should have never been prosecuted because he signed, like we have these laws in place for a reason. Right. Yeah, it sucks, but he, he did a plea agreement. Millions of people do that in this country. He did a plea agreement. So is she right. a, a wrong has been righted because he should have never went to jail for this because he signed a plea agreement? Or is she saying a wrong has been righted because she believes he's innocent? She wasn't clear in that tweet. And so for that reason, I'm not like throwing her under the bus. Like, I'm just like, she, had, she shouldn't have said anything at all. Like, why did you, like, why everybody always got to run and give their opinion on social media? Like, what the hell? Like, the man hadn't even been home when she was like, all right, I've been wrong, I've wronged, I've been right. Like, bitch, could you let him go kiss his wife? Like, why? I mean, I thought millennials were the only ones running the social media for everything. Like, these, the old people are giving these the old cats for their money. Yep. Once the, yeah. once grandmama learned how to tweet, if my grandmothers were alive, especially my Nana, oh, she'd be all over social media. She'd be telling me things. I know it. I, I just know she'd be all over social media. Um, my other grandmother, not, not so much, but- I hate how people like in, in like our everyday life, not celebrity life, how like you'll be like, oh, that's my grandma. She thought it was a private message. She damn well knew that shit wasn't a private message when she commented on a Facebook post. Like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. Like she knew what the fuck she was doing. The grandmas be the ones out there really like, you know, out of pocket sometimes. They really do. And so I'm not surprised that Felicia did that, but at the same time, it's like, come on, just just fall back. Like, could you let him go, you know, get home? I don't think he was home yet before she was sending, you know, tweeting and shit. Uh, it's just, but on the, like I said, on the flip side of it, it's like, I don't know, was she, was she directing that comment towards the justice system, the legal system in terms of him pleading guilty and right. still going to jail. Right. Or, the follow-up was like, believe women. You know what I mean? Yeah. How she That's was saying, like, I do support thing. you. That's what happens when you send. And then you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, me and you could do that and be like. Ain't nobody reading my damn tweet. We might. Well, no, nowadays, they'd be like, you can't work here. Oh. And it's not going to go viral. <laughs> it'd be this, mm -hmm. the bitch that you they shared a cubicle with. Don't like you. And now. You know that. That for sure happens. Yeah. I, I that yeah. Yeah. But with I her, wonder, like, should she be, should she lose her her deanship at Howard University? Oh. Cause Howard University came out with a statement to say that, oh but she but she's still dean. But she's still dean. But that's that's a murky water thing because she didn't clarify that statement completely should she um, should she lose her job at this is us well listen if she's going to be losing jobs i know a thousand teachers and professors that need to be on that same you know uh unemployment line with her right so so I, if we're I, 
talking to somebody and they were like, the feeling that I have about this whole thing is the same feeling I had with OJ. It's like, you know, he fucked up, but you know, when it comes to black people, you're just like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> it's like, this like sucks because you like know a motherfucker fucked up, but it's like, they lock so many people up for like minor infringences, whatever the word is, that like when somebody gets off, you're like, well, one of them got away. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He really is. You know what I mean? Like, but like, I, it's the same thing with the Britney thing, like whatever. As interesting as a news blurb that comes across your timeline, mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, unless it affects like me and my people immediately, then I'm just like, whatever. I just get my popcorn and see, see what happens. You know what I mean? Now, now the question is, so, okay, so he's home now. And then now what? Now he, I just read today. I don't even be looking for shit. You just be on social media and the shit come across your screen. Like, that's the thing I hate too. Like on side note, I have a, a relative who posted something that was very like jarring it's like I don't need to see that see that on my timeline what was it it was just for fear that this person might be watching which I doubt I just let me just say this um I don't I don't like to see Cardi B's ass making the stallion's ass or nobody in my family's ass you know what I'm saying mm-hmm and you can't help it because it'd be the first thing that pop up and you're like, oh, it happened with my brother. Like he posted a salacious photo with his ex-girlfriend and I was like, what are you doing? And he didn't pay attention to me. So then I told my brother and my brother told him he took it off. I was like, oh, you're going to listen to him. <laughs> Whatever. Stupid. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the puppeteer, but you know. Let him <laughs> <sit>. <laughs> I'm going to get your ass to do what I need. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. I think, you know what? I think about that every once in a while. Like, you know how, like, you know, like social media is such like a, a time passer. So you open and you're like, and that's in all forms. Sometimes like I follow some news outlets. I'm like, I don't want to see that at all. Thank you for it. But no. Information. I stopped following news outlets. I'm like, well, that's not true. I still follow CNN only because when I first followed them, it was true breaking news, like this building collapse, you know, stuff like that. And then they went into the polit- political thing and I stopped following them. Now they're like <sighs> their way back to like, you know, like yeah, world. World events. Breaking, actual breaking news. Um, but like, newspapers and stuff like that I can't follow that crap because it's just like it's too much you know the thing that I find too much is that it's not equal or equitable for everyone how like you know the American justice system it's not equal for everybody and it's it's just it's I find it so jarring like the way that they put headlines and like of all the pictures that you got out there that's the one you chose right um you know, it's it's just it's it's just way 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 too much, and I I like what you were saying with, with Brittany. You noticed that the news keeps posting this crackhead picture of her. I'm like, yeah, got a million pictures of Brittany, and this one looks like she's like strung out. Yeah, like and, they don't care. And it's 
and it's probably just bad lighting you know like yeah no they don't she looks gone and not well but that's the picture they keep posting and i don't know what happened to my algorithm i really don't and and i had to like delete and then put back in log out log back in on most of my social medias i don't know what happened i don't know what i clicked on but all of a sudden like all these things started popping up with the whole like calling everybody a tranny a transgender person and it was like this one's a tranny and it's like a picture and it's like Kourtney Kardashian first of all that's not a negative that's number one but number two Kourtney Kardashian like and it's like all these celebrities and I just don't understand what happened to my algorithm but hopefully it got fixed mm -hmm. I I just but then, uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't mention this before. I'm going to try to find it now. Homegirl with the um, 100 meter dash. Um, right. Shakara, I think her name is Shakira. Shakara. But anyway, um, talk about it. You don't have to. Shakari Richardson. So she can't compete now in the 100 meter dash Olympics, which she already won the gold. We already know this because she, well, she tested did not win the gold that's the whole thing but the whole no the whole thing is that it, it, it she bitch had it in the bag though i know she had it in the bag you're gonna tell me and then because of marijuana use she can't compete what are your thoughts this this is the most this is the most bullshit shit ever because we see other athletes that have been in the Olympics and tested after they got off the podium. And I don't, I don't recall them getting their gold medals taken away. Uh, hello, screams Michael Phelps. Hmm. Again, with it, is it equal and equitable? I. And of course, you know, his the apologizers from who have a particular hue like to make the, um, the comparison that his happened in the off season. Okay, first of all, it's, but his was performance enhancing drugs. No, it was marijuana. Oh, got it, got it, got it. But what is the off season? They train all year round. All year. Hunger had it in the bag though. Like you really gonna do, do you think that there's gonna but I be- understand. Once I found out what, what, what happened, it's like, I can't even, I don't even, I can't begin to understand how she was feeling in that moment. You make a mistake, your mother died. You find out from the reporter that's interviewing you. That, and you start having all kinds of feelings and anxiety and you, to calm down, you smoke a joint or whatever. Like I don't, I can't, I can't sit in judgment. I mean, it sucks, but- But, but a colonizer can rape a woman behind a dumpster and it's just a young man, a 15 minute mistake. Yeah who's probably working at Merrill Lynch right now. Oh, making 250. Right. But but he worked hard to get there, not yep. because his dad knows all these judges. Just so. like, you know, they people are getting on, um, just on a side note, working hard. People are getting on Jeff Bezos because he's, you know, he's always been like, he worked hard, he pulled himself up. Yeah, you got $50,000 from like 20 people in your family to start Amazon. And they became stockholders. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. I probably know like one or two people that got fifty thousand dollars 
not that they would give it to me, but that like can cough up $50,000 within a week, maybe one or two people. You know what I mean? Was 50 grand, 50 grand each or all together? Yeah. No, each. That's a lot of money. I know. He, he actually, he wanted, his goal was a million, but. But here's, but here's the thing, here's the thing that kills me. So you, you had, you had the attainability, right? This is not a small business loan. This is not the layperson. You have the attainability to be like, um, so I'm thinking about making this thing on the internet. Y'all got 50 grand. No, I'm going to give you 50 grand. Like he probably, he asked for more, but they're like, I'll toss you 50 grand. Do you know, do, like the surroundings of that alone already doesn't make it equal. No. But okay. And but I'm sure he worked hard. And this is the- pulled himself up by the bootstraps, you know. The thing, the thing that people forget is like, being transparent is not taking away the work that you put into it. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he didn't work. I'm sure he worked. I'm sure he worked 20 hour days. I'm sure he did. He put in work. I get it. I get it. I get it. Smart business move. I get it. You went to the people that you had in your network. I get it. I'm not saying you didn't work, but you didn't do the same thing as like, you know, Marissa Salas from the Bronx. Like, it's just, it's not the same. It's just right. not the same. You, and you can't say it's the same. It's not equal. Unfortunately, he's never going to hear the naysayers. I don't think he's in a bubble and so many other people are, but I, I forget why I brought that up. I think she said something, but you know, I didn't mean to change the subject, which is crazy. No, but it's, it's, I just, you know, for her, for, for, um, uh, God, I, a Shakari Richardson, I just feel, I feel for this situation where you qualify for the Olympics and some weed I think pulls it from I'm you? thinking that that might, like she's gonna run in another one because it's further down. So she might be able to still- Oh, she can compete in other ones, just not that first. Right, because- it So she's banned for a month. Right, it falls in that one month period. So she can still come home with her gold. Right. I. I like, I don't know if she's in the relay or anything like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Other dashes, you know, they're not all on the same day. Is Flojo still with us? No. No. Why are you laughing at me? She done died like 20-something years ago. I don't know. I just think about, like, Flo like also Flojo her, shit. Her sister-in-law is Jackie Joyner-Kersey. Joyner. And... Like, that's the type of energy that I need right now for homegirl. Yeah. She, like, hopefully she won't be all right. I, and the only, the, the other thing too is like, now she's having to make all these statements and don't be having her looking all like crazy either. You, you were so quick to highlight her beautiful nails and her hair and her glowing skin on that track, but then you got her with terrible lighting and making her look all crazy. Of the course, she's going to be salty. Though. The, big, the thing about it, though, that I think a lot of people don't realize is that Olympians are not rich. Most of them don't have PR agents. They work at Starbucks. They're not like, they're not Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is like one in a thousand. Right. They're not, they're not like, what's her name? The, the, the sponsorships are not. Simone Biles. They're not like that. You know, it's, it's, they don't have the same kind of 
wealth. And so she probably don't have a PR person. She probably don't have any of that. You know, she has her coach and that's it. And the people that sponsor her to get to the Olympics to pay for her to get there. Right. That's about it. But it's like, you know, most Olympians are not going to be Bruce Jenner, you know? Do you think this, because you're a sports person, do you think this, is it, what's the college basketball that now you can do? Is that NCAA? It's not just just basketball. It's all college sports. Oh, it is. I thought it was just, okay, so. NCAA. NCAA. Got it. They're able to make, monetize their their college? No, their likeness themselves not the like college. the the endorsements and stuff like that right but they're not you know how many like it's not going to affect it's gr- it's great that they have the opportunity to do that but some chick that's in fencing at north dakota university is not going to make any money from her own endorsements you know what i mean this is really the quarterbacks of elite schools the sweet 16 college athletes from college from basketball like baseball do do we know like any we know like college basketball players we know football players. you know the tom brady's and people like that reggie bush people that you know spent time in college basketball players it's like you know you know a few but most of them only go to college for one year that want to go into the nba they these athletes is i don't understand why the ncaa was never allowing them to make money off of their likeness to begin with it's like so far and few actually are able to do that that it's like so stupid they were just trying to monopolize the whole thing meanwhile they made money off of them by selling their jerseys and things like that well that that's that's kind of what what i was like where my mind was so everybody else got to make money except for them now now the question is do you think that industry is going to change now that they can't make as much money now that they have to split these coins no because I don't know that they're going to make money off of their jerseys because those jerseys are owned by the school and they wasn't making money from them doing autograph sessions and signings. So it's not cutting into the the bottom line of the university. It's just creating more income for the students where they can uh, sign an endorsement deal with Nike, which they probably, how many of them are actually going to do that? Like, Like I said, it's so far, it might be one or two total. The thing that kills me though, it's just like, so, and and I'm still wrapping my head around sports. I'm still learning all these like other things. So hold on a second. So in America, right. The ideology that is drilled into all of us is that you have to go to school to get a good job to, to do all these things. So if you're in sports, well, you should go to college so you can speak eloquently like Michael Jordan and present well, and you can, you know, have business acumen like uh, Magic Johnson, but then you get there and then you're just a money-making tool for someone else. Right. So what ha- what happened? Like how how where's where where are you putting the value into the player with the player? All that work that that player did, that whole as a the holistic part of it all. I don't. I feel like there's a gap. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know where to change it. I don't know how to speak about it. But I just feel like there's a gap in value, and I don't understand. So if school is so important, and you pay for these top schools, you're paying $125,000 just to be there, hopefully all scholarships, but still they're making triple fold 
on you being there and playing for them than you will ever like if they would have paid full college tuition it wouldn't have touched what that what that college made on you alone no and it and it just collective unit that's the thing that people don't understand like when it comes to like the nfl draft i think there's only like like 180 people 80 guys get drafted there's more than 180 colleges and universities in this country so that made complete money off of you and you know your body is now stressed i don't know where your schooling stands i don't know where like you had to you had to go here to get there but what happened in between when you didn't get here where's where's the value of the holistic part of it all i just don't and you know that's that's it it really just boggles my mind how we drill into each other and ourselves and you know i have i have younger kids and um i fortunately or unfortunately i don't know what the i don't know where i stand yet they have peers that have um private coaches and you know they travel teams this team they're on six different teams and all you hear these parents say is oh, they're going to be an elite athlete because that's going to get them to this school, which will get them to there. Like, ma'am, your son is 10. But then- Starts young. But it starts even younger than that. Like, I think about my kids, like, they're behind, they're behind, they're way long behind the eight ball because- But your, your, your goal is not for them to succeed in sports. Whereas other people- like they put value and this country is, is kind of weird that way where value is put in someone like like i said tom brady as opposed to a jeff bezos well jeff bezos is valuable because now he has a dollar amount to him but right. had it not been okay, in terms of like oh like I'm sure he he i'm sure his family wasn't like yeah you got to be an athlete like there oh, yeah. are people like, you know how many different ways that you can be successful monetarily or not? Yeah. I mean, without having to, you know, catch a football or kick a ball. Yeah. I mean, but but if you're skilled, then so be it. You know what I mean? There are there are kids out there that like you look at them and you're like, oh, they need to be athlete because they have a particular skill set that's a right. But like I said before, it's like 180 people, guys get drafted a year or 280, something like that. But, and, and they don't even last because like, look at, look at the career. Yeah. Look at these careers. I, it's just, it's, it's. But if you're the type of parent that teaches your kid about education and that, you know, sports is fleeting, you know, but save your money and invest it in, you know, yourself and business and that's a different thing but unfortunately fortunately many of the athletes that become successful um you know they come from economically depressed neighborhoods where that is their only option yeah i can't it's like one of those things where i can't i can't sit in judgment like what, what was the name of your topic we didn't really speak on that topic too much today but what was it what is the title of it uh oh my lord i'm like i'm not here today i'm here but i'm not here oh hold on you don't get to tell me it's on my time right so it's like it's the same thing when you think about it with sports yeah like you don't get to tell me what i should or should not pursue it's it's me it's my 
you know, my body, if I want to go in football, it's my, my brain, if I want to get a concussion, you don't get the right to tell me. So. That's interesting. It's interesting where, where as a society, we put, we place value. Obviously every, every unit does things a little bit different. I, I do appreciate the holistic approach. I do believe, I, I, I think there's value in sports, but right. I also think the value in sports is beyond like, that's going to pay for college. Hopefully, maybe I would love that. I honestly, I would love that if my kids had sports and academic scholarships and I didn't have to pay for college at all, girl, success right there. I know I did my job. I got them to a place, um, but I, I, it, it boggles my mind how like we, we place value on certain things over like, I don't know, making sure everyone has access to clean water. You know, like this is this is the reason why I mean, we're not going to talk politics, but this is why it's important that the people you vote for have your true interests in mind. Yeah, like truly the reason why the NCAA has lifted these restrictions is because the Supreme Court voted to do so, which to me is a shocker because it's a it's a strong it's a, a true conservative Supreme Court. And at the end of the day, it was like, what? You know what I mean? So it's important to, to really, you know, think about, and, and, and I'm talking like in your local communities, not yeah. just presidential, not just Senate and House, but the person that's running your, your town. Yes. It's important to, to see where, where they stand and what, what's going on. If your roads is fucked up, is the person you're about to vote for, like how, what do they feel about infrastructure? You know, you're sick of going over the potholes. It's like, who's running your town? Well, think about like in the state of New York with the COVID, uh, the COVID relief funds for um, for for renters still hasn't been dispersed. Right. The money's been given to New York, but it hasn't been dispersed. How is that okay? How and the moratorium for evictions is going to be lifted soon. How is that okay? Right. It's just sitting there. How is this okay? It's all about who you vote for. So keep that in mind, especially you, you, you guys. Well, New York, they already voted in the city for mayor. But, you know, there's there's elections that are coming up, you know, in your town, my town, town USA towns across the country. And just, you know, maybe take a minute. Take, if you can scroll on Instagram and see who you think won versus last night, then you can scroll. Who do you think? Who do you think what? I love um, this zaddy comments. I love this zaddy comments. I don't know, but it just, I, you know, if you can take the time to do stuff like that, then you could take the time to, you know, see how you're going to be affected by the people that are running your country. I mean, running your state or your city, yeah. your county. I, 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 I have a big emphasis on local politics just because, you know, it, it goes up you know, our governors and presidential and Senate and all that stuff are doing what we're yelling about. So if you keep making these phone calls, making it what it needs to be, it'll get there. Right. I, I, um, I started this with the whole idea of um, body autonomy, where, where you have the right to walk into a situation. Oh, you know what? Let's, let's, let's switch it up. Sorry. Oh. Oh, okay. See, you didn't give me the heads up, yo. I didn't give myself the heads up. 
and I don't, oh, there we go. Now I got to change my background. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> and now that I think about it, I don't even have, oh, shoot. Because I, my, my thing, um, what do you call it? My, for some reason, my, my computer reset. I, I don't know what happened, but I have to like re-add everything to. Um, Isn't that the worst? Yeah, but it's, it's fine. As amazing as technology is, it's also like, come on now. Exactly. All right. Let's see. Marissa's musings. So I started the topic today with body autonomy. You don't get to tell me it's at my time. So one of, one of the most amazing things I think we can teach ourselves and the people around us is however you feel about a situation and walk away from it with, whenever you feel like addressing it, do that. When someone decides to address you and how you made them feel, it's not for you to diminish and it's not for you to fix. Sometimes just an acknowledgement is enough. I have a tendency to walk away from situations where I didn't know that I offended someone. Um, and I'm not apologizing. That wasn't my intention. But when someone has come to me, I try my best to acknowledge their feelings. Um, and I know that I come off cold, but I'm trying to process how they might have felt despite my intentions, despite what I said, um, trying to, to take myself out of the situation, really understand. And I know it's hard and I'm not perfect and I'm still not there. I'm not even halfway there because it, it's probably gonna happen tomorrow where somebody says, you know, I said this to you and you just look like, I have resting, I don't care face and I have resting sad face. And it just is what it is where I always make a conscious effort to have a, not a smirk, but a slight smile because I know I have resting, I don't care face. Mm -hmm. And um, I try my best to acknowledge someone else's feelings. Um, I have a tendency to not have too many feelings. I'm either real sensitive or I just don't care. So everything else in between, I, I'm really making concerted efforts. But like I said, you have the right to your feelings, but you have the right to process acknowledge and speak on those feelings if you choose to at your time no one gets to tell you how you should react when you should react the only other thing that a person can do is listen acknowledge but now here's the caveat caveat of it all just because you go to someone with how you felt doesn't mean they have to give you what you need to make it whole for yourself. And that's the hardest part of life. And with that, homie, where can they catch us? Um, they can catch us everywhere. <laughs> but specifically, <laughs> they can catch us <laughs> at yes 18 on Instagram and Twitter, the Yep Yeah Yes podcast, on Facebook. Um, we're everywhere. We're on- uh, Just your yes smart speaker. Yeah, all the streaming devices, Spotify to, you know, the Amazon Audible, Google Play, iTunes, um, 
you know, we, we big in these streets, we big in these streets. Mm -hmm. And I got a, we got, I got a, a nice compliment. It's actually for both of us, but um, someone, I was talking to somebody and they were like, y'all, y'all, a lot of people be, be following y'all. And I'm like, do they, do they really? But then, you know, you got to appreciate, you know, you know, 30, 30 hits. There was a time where we get two. It was like, and it was mom, us and your mom. <laughs> right. I mean, your brother wasn't even watching back or listening back then. You know, I think it was like my mom and, and El Gato. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Now El Gato don't, don't listen no more. Uh, so we lost one. Car. What? She, she got something, something with her car. Like she can't listen. Enough. Oh, don't even. That's not, that's not a good enough excuse. Not excuse. I have to have a conversation with her. I might have to post this clip right here and shame her. So Gato, you better be listening. Howell. Fro man, I'm counting on listening. you. You got you know you if you was a real friend, you'd be listening. I'm not going, I'm not going with you no more until you start listening. We ain't walking no more until you start listening. <laughs> we're gonna test you, we're gonna quiz you. But um, yeah. What check color is my shirt? <laughs> check us out everywhere y'all and you know thank you for your support continue to listen and watch and you know share and all that good stuff and acknowledge someone's feelings acknowledge their feelings yeah and they don't be fake though they might not align with yours exactly usually it doesn't but that's okay yep exactly i say that now because nobody's talking to me Who's not talking to you? No, no, no. I'm saying like, you know, usually sometimes like if somebody's like saying to me, like, like if I reiterate a story to him, like, I don't give a fuck about her feelings, but she sat there and told me anyway. And you're like, what did you do? Just looked at her. Oh yeah. That you're like, famous like, hmm. famous for that. My I'm famous. Right. I know, but I, I'm trying. Yeah. And so, I'm sensitive as shit too. It's all good. Um, happy 4th of July to everyone. Be safe. If you can do them fireworks, you know, stay clear. Um, and happy birthday to America. We floored, but this is this is our country. We here. This is us. This is us. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.